episode. It's a filler for the 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 episode. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Surprise! We're in the middle of Joran, but we are doing a different type of episode because we need a break. We need a break from Joran, everybody. Who else is in here with me ready for a break? I'm Kolb. Uh, yeah, we are only on, or we are in a 12 episode show and we have to take a break. That should say something about that show. But anyway, <laughs> I'm Kolb. And I'm Ben. And mm-hmm. we're taking a break from Joran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't talk about Joran. We talk about that enough on the other side. Oh, gosh. But, ladies and gentlemen, We've got something special for you tonight. (laughs) This is a treat. So let me tell you a little story. We got into anime in college, the three of us. Not true. We all had some anime experience outside of college, but we started watching it together in college. And at some point in that journey, Kolb found a show called The Tower of Druaga. And he watched the first episode and he said, guys, you've got to watch this first episode. Maybe we'll finish it, but you got to watch this first episode. And since then, we have loved this first episode probably more than most any first episode of a show that exists because yeah. it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's not our favorite show by any means, but the first episode is, is totally just completely different from the rest of the show. It plays off of every anime stereotype you can imagine. It is hilarious. And it's over the top for the sake of being over the top. So So if you embrace those things, this is the episode for you. It's fantastic. What are y'all... I'm just excited. What is y'all's emotions right now? It's funny. I, uh, I was like... I think I was 10 seconds into the episode. And I would already... I had already written down a few sentences. And I'm like... I just have to accept right now that I'm going to either write down every single line of this show or <laughs> it, like it, it, it would have been worthwhile for us to like print off the script because it's just a transcript, everything. <laughs> oh my goodness. There wasn't like, cause sometimes when I watch and take notes at the same time, I don't have to pause it because there's maybe a transition or something happening where I can write down some notes. And so I don't have yep. to pause. I had to pause I probably paused 365 times. It, this is so <laughs> good. It's not of just the nostalgic. Like I thought when I was rewatching this, I rewatched this twice in the past couple months. And I was like, so the first time I rewatched it, I was like, I bet it's not as good as we thought or as funny. I'm like, no, it's even funnier because I yeah, watched more anime and I appreciate it. It's so funny. So good. It's, it's so true. Cole, what are your, what are your emotions slash thoughts? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. It's gonna be a weird, weird paradox because it's a twenty-five minute episode that we're probably gonna talk for an hour on, which is just, it just seems weird to me. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. I was really excited when I first saw it. And I, yeah, like Ben said, each time I watch it, I, it doesn't get less funny. <laughs> it, I think it's because there's always more stuff. Like there's always a little something else that you find like that is just they they and they did all of it on purpose. Like they they animated this show 
to be this episode to be ridiculous because the rest of the show is a normal anime show. Like it has its own tropes and blah, blah, blah. But like, it's just a normal adventure fantasy show. Mm -hmm. But not this episode. Oh man. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Even the, I know jump in Cole. You got to lead us through this journey. Cause I finish what you were about to say. No, I was going to start in the opening, but I'm going to say right off the bat, Cole's going to lead us through this journey because we would literally probably not go to bed. So we're yeah. going to have some structure of like going like scene by scene rather than like sentence by sentence or like group. I don't know. Cole, Cole wrote down a, yeah. a system that will work. It'll work. Well, so You're assuming, what, but we'll figure it out. Okay. What happens before the theme song how about that what happens before the theme song oh i have no idea when the theme song is but the show opens up it fades in to what looks like a serious situation where these these these, there's this weird slime like creatures eating a caravan of people that are dead and you see this this Mm -hmm. fantasy party these people like you know when we say fantasy we mean like swords and bow and arrows and magic and all that kind of stuff um, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons esque. Right. Yeah, or Tower of Druaga ish because it's a video game that people do. Oh, know that's about. true. It's a, yeah, people do. Know well, about I guess we should say that the show is based off of the video game Tower of Druaga. For those Nintendo fans oh. out there, yeah. Hey. Anyway, what was that, Ben? I missed it. I just anyway. Hey. 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 Oh, sorry. <laughs> Anyway, so it opens up on this. It's a very serious scene. These people are kind of worried about it, and they're they're caravanning, and they're they're just like, "Oh man, what do we do? These weird creatures shouldn't be this far down in the tower." So you're like, "Okay, so we're we're in the tower. This show is going to be about the tower, all that stuff." And then they hear something, a giant pack of minotaur-like creatures. They don't call them that. And then yeah, our our, our leader guy, he's like. Don't worry. This is a perfect job for for our guardian or whatever they call him. And he, yeah, and he's our guy, new guardian. He's a new right. guy. So it's all this. The show is very serious, and so he he jumps in. This new guardian. He's like a teenage kid, and he's like, "Don't worry, I've got this." And he puts his huge shield down, ready to block this stampede of creatures. And uh, yeah, yeah, he does a fantastic. That's when the. That's when. That's right. But that's when the theme song hits. That's when the theme he, song he, hits. he shoots out of nowhere, and the girl is like, "Where'd you come from?" Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's like already off the bat, we're doing yep. funny stuff because you you're just like when, and I think it's because we know it's coming. So light comedy. Yeah, that's like a normal anime thing. You don't really think anything of it until you watch the rest of the episode, and then you're like, "Oh, they're they're doing this on purpose." But the theme song is a. I'll talk about the theme song for a second. It is a silly, this is what I wrote. The theme song is a silly non-related opening um, to the whole tone of the show. It is a ska theme song, first of all, which is awesome. <laughs> and the and it's even a stereotype of a whole nother genre of anime, which is like school, um, school kids slice of life. Like it's it the the theme song follows all of our characters, but as school kids at a Japanese <laughs> school, 
and they're late for school and this you know it shows the crush and it shows the rivalries and like the teacher and all this thing and it's following this our main character running late baseball to school game. yep yep baseball games and like all the stuff that's in all other animes and that's the opening and then at the end the two main lovebirds fall asleep on each other's shoulders and on the backsplash it shows a poster for the Tower of Draga show and says coming soon at a bus stop. <laughs> and that's the theme song. It's a whole inception like tropish thing inside of a whole show. That's great. <laughs> it's great. So then flashback into Cole with our 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 OP main taking care of these minotaurs. Right. So just one hit with the shield and like all of these minotaurs go flying away and they all crash down. And the, the girl's like, Oh wow, you're so hunky. And she's like doing that kind of stuff. And then it just goes into this, this monologue. He's like, that's me, Jill. And these, (laughs) (laughs) it was like the wonder years almost. I don't know. And so, and then he's like, and this is my gang. And it shows like the, uh, the, the, the thing that anime does that I love so much when they have the words on the screen with arrows pointing, mm-hmm. and it's just like, this Yellow is Jill bubbles. and his merry men. He's <laughs> uh, yeah. like, this is me, Jill, and we're going to climb this tower because I want to defeat the god Druaga. Uh, and he's talking about- It's all- back, Bubble. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> the Tower of Draga's back, and Lord Gilgamesh has given me his sword. And he's talking about, it's just like this huge recap of how we got to where he is. Uh just flashback, flash after flash of these different things, and it's uh, real quick. And he and his voice is very childish. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, the American actor is Todd Hepperkorn, who's got that kind of hey guys, like that kind really, of really, really, yeah, light, light tone is great. Yeah. So I'll keep someone else keep going. I, I'll jump back in with the Jill and Neva thing, but yeah, keep going. Do you know? What's going I got on? one right here. Good. Uh, <laughs> The kind of classic, so Neba, he's kind of in charge of this crew. crew. He's a cool guy. And he's like, I still haven't accepted you as the hero yet. (laughs) That's a statement. They're like walking, right? And he's just like, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a cool archer, like cool guy, cool hair, cool everything. I still haven't accepted you as the hero yet. And it's funny because like, I went like switching back and forth to watching anime, not making fun of itself and, and talking about this, I'll, I'll see some of these tropes and they don't make me laugh like in that context. But in this one, when they're like, uh, over exaggerating, it's just like, Oh yeah, that doesn't really make sense. Like who cares if you accept this person as a hero yet? (laughs) (laughs) So this is like, this is the next scene. Neba challenges jill to a fight but jill is like resistant to the fight so he's like he's like he starts monologuing not to not to us but to to neba and he says i don't want to fight you i wrote this down i don't want to fight you if you want to fight me you'll have to defeat me first (laughs) (laughs) and jill gets confused and is like what no not jill sorry neba gets confused yeah he's like which which one is it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh it's good keep going Cole. jump oh, in there okay. so yeah that's this is the fight between the brothers the older brothers fighting jill the younger brother neva and yeah like they said like i don't i don't you're not the hero yet jill you have to prove yourself and like they show 
the uh, the two beetles fighting like on a branch. Mm-hmm. Stag, you know, the, rep- the, represent- the representation of the two brothers fighting, which is also ridiculous. <laughs> and as you said, yeah, he's like, "Come on, Jill, you don't have to fight me." And then Jill's like, "No, I don't. I don't want to fight you. But if you insist on fighting, you'll have to defeat me first. That's so funny. And then, <laughs> and then Neba does his powerful move. He does a sonic arrow. Sonic arrow. Wait, but but he says he says final attack. Sonic yeah, arrow. Right. Yeah, his first attack. His, his final first attack, attack is, is his final attack. <laughs> final attack. Sonic arrow. Which and is also Joe- for all those watching, naming your attack in an anime is a yes. big anime trope. So so many times, fantasy people will name their attack and they'll have final forms. So they'll be like first attack, second attack final attack and they'll name there and then it's oh it's great it's so great it's good yeah so keep going uh doesn't joe comment on that you lame you named your attack he said you lamed you named your attack sonic arrow that's such a lame name <laughs> that's right okay <sighs> which is which is good that you point that out because it comes right it comes it back loops, it, it circles it back <laughs> All right, Ben, what happens next after that? So after he shoots the arrow, Jill magically shows up behind him, just kind of like mm-hmm. the show the person shift behind him. And then there's a sure you could <laughs> Neba in the air. <laughs> and then his clothes fall off. Not only does he do that punch, but he has boxing gloves on when he does it. Like, where did those yeah. come from? <laughs> he has two boxing gloves on his hand. He punches him in an uppercut, and then all Neva's clothes <laughs> disappear. Except for his boxers. He's not nude, folks. Yeah, he's got his boxers right. on. Right. One, one other trope in this scene that's great is it does the cutaway, where it's like they divide up the screen between all the characters, like, and it shows oh, yeah. all their, like, shocked faces. They do that all the time in Dragon Ball Z. It'll be, like, oh, yeah. a massive, like, do, 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 and it's all the characters shocked and then it's the attack so and <laughs> so good so so good oh and the stag beetle at this point like flips over the other beetle and it's like defeating and it's <laughs> it's great it's so good it's so good so jill wins jill beats yeah. neba and neba res- respects him and is like sees him as a leader now which then jill goes on to monologue some more and we find out there's romance involved <laughs> There is, there is romance. He is he is Multiple immediately levels. in love with the princess. Of what princess country? Of King we don't know. We don't he know. Just, <laughs> he just says it's the King princess. Gilgamesh is his daughter. I think is it supposed to be his daughter? I don't even know. If they... Maybe maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. So yeah, that romance. Anyway, is, and I'm in love with the princess. Me, Jill. I love the princess. And after we get done with this mission we're gonna get married <laughs> so he's like how about we get married and she's like of course jill i'll marry you and it's just it's the cheesy obvious it's super cheesy it's so the great thing yeah <laughs> and, and then they go on so this then mission. It, yep and it cuts pretty much straight to the mission does it do any like years later no that's later that's like la- it's yeah, just it's straight later. to the mission yep so, so, Jill's they, so they get on with the mission Yep. Jill, I'll, I'll explain the team a little bit. You got Jill, your guardian, Neba, the archer. Fatina is the girl mage with fire powers. Utu is the yep. big berserker guy with the axe. And then Callie is uh, 
like a scout. There's your five guys. Like a nin, nin, ninja scout person. Yep. And they and then they hit their first obstacle. <laughs> so they hit their first obstacle, all right. Uh, keep in they, mind, uh, uh, before we describe this, this has all happened in like two minutes. All the stuff we've said yeah. already, it's all within like two yeah. minutes. Ben, what's the first Loaded. obstacle? Loaded. The Black Knight. Well, he's, <laughs> well, the, he's the, the Crimson Knight. Black Knight. That's his name. His name is Black Knight, but he's the Crimson Knight. <laughs> the Black Knight. <laughs> yeah, okay, hold on. Did you guys watch this subbed or dubbed? Subbed. I watched it dubbed, actually. Okay. Okay, yeah. A lot, the, a lot of the jokes and a lot of the names are different because I have Scarlet Rider, Black Knight. Oh, that's what and it's called. He's the Scarlet Rider, <laughs> Black Knight. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's so, so anyway, funny. Go ahead, Ben. That's our first obstacle. Yeah. So he he appears and announces himself, and Jill <laughs> says, "What did you say?" And, and, and it's just, did you hear me? Uh, yeah, I heard you. All right. And it's just like that, that happens so much. Like characters do that in a show, and you're like, "Whoa, that's powerful." He asked him, "What? What did he say?" Yeah, what and, did you say? <laughs> yeah, you, you couldn't hear me. No, I could. Oh, <laughs> oh. do not do not hear what I said. <laughs> so. He announces them, and we've got this conflict. They will, the knight will not let them pass. Mm. But one of Jill's crowd, Utu, suddenly turns to Jill and says, "Jill, I've always wanted. To, I needed to tell you something. After all this is over, I'm going to go home and I'm going to get married." And Jill's like, "Why the heck? Why the heck are you telling me this right now?" And then Utu runs straight at the knight and gets impaled and dies <laughs> straight away. <laughs> And then the, the text comes on the screen, Utu dies. Like <laughs> Utu dies. But this is a key moment for our hero because this is mm. what catalysts him into transforming into his second form. Yeah, well, well, as he's he goes over to Utu's body and he says, Oh, he was going to go home to get married to his love and become a baker. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the dark knight says so where was the baker? Yeah. What, he was going to be a baker? <laughs> and then he looks He was going to go and home he, he, and bake. He called, so then Jill looks up and he says, you're not going to get away with this, something like this dark knight. He says, black knight. <laughs> and yeah. Jill, Jill never gets his name right. He, he name always wrong. gets his name wrong. <laughs> he calls him dark knight. It's good. So then... What is it? How does he attack the knight? Secret move. Secret move. Sonic blade. <laughs> <laughs> he, he uses Neba's attack, and he draws it out like a Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sonic. I, so, I timed it. I said the time between starting yelling and the the actual hitting of the knight is exactly 30 seconds. He <laughs> yells for a full 30 seconds of the episode, just charging his attack. And he doesn't, he only stretches out the sa that part of it. Because yep. then as soon as he gets to the very end, he goes, ick, move. Yeah. <laughs> sa yep. That's, oh man. I love it. But, what happens to the knight? He's defeated. Yes. 
Yeah, gets taken down. But not dead. Correct. He's the hero spares the villain. Mm-hmm. The hero spares the villain. He says, and he calls I, him Great Knight. He yeah. still doesn't get his name right. I cannot kill you, Great Knight, uh, Dark Knight, uh, because Black, Black, Black Knight. Yeah, Black Knight whatever. I get it wrong too. I say I can't kill you because of your sadness. Live to fight another day, <laughs> <Yeah>. Great Knight. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. And then, and then the English dub, the the Black Knight says, "Oh, you're a swell guy." Yep, <laughs> yep, it's good. And then ten ten years pass, which is a whole nother trope. That ten years pass mm. off screen. And the dark, uh, I'll say, the Dark Knight is voiced by Christopher R. Sabat, uh, chest, who's a Vegeta. big Dragon Ball Z guy. He's Vegeta. He's Piccolo. He's Yamcha. He's all those Black guys. Knight. Yep. So think of his voice as the, the Black Knight, and it's it makes it better. Which is phenomenal. So yeah, they, so they beat their first obstacle, and then their transition is 10 years past like the wind. So like 10 years just fly by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. It's good. Oh, yeah. Which this, which this next scene we could title Neba or Master Roshi. Because he does have a Master <laughs> Roshi moment. I can appreciate that reference. <laughs> so, Cole, what happens? What ha- they've they've gotten to the tower. Oh, me. Okay. They get, they get- no. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I can I can tell what happens. I'll tell Hold what on. happens before before we get there. So he opens the gate the gates to the the tower, right? And he's yep. like, "Hey, you guys, you ready?" And the the camera pans to back to his team. They're all like, "Yeah." <laughs> they say, "Yeah," in unison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost it's like true. a freeze frame it's that, that what makes me laugh so, uh, every time i see it are you guys ready yeah. Good. yeah so they go into the tower and they're immediately ambushed by what is it called the roper the roper, roper the roper and it's basically a bunch of like tentacly vines which this alludes to another trope in anime which we won't get exclusively into um, but usually is a little bit of an inappropriate nature. And so <laughs> what happens is the lady of the crowd gets snatched up by these vines and is being entangled in them in a very suggestive manner. Mm-hmm. And Jill, the hero, is going to jump in and save her. And <laughs> Neva says, hold on. And yeah. you're like, what? The, what's wrong? What's going on? And then he, if you've ever seen Dragon Ball, Master Roshi is a bit of a perv. And he gets nosebleeds at inappropriate moments. And basically that starts happening to Neba. He gets red in the face and he is ogling uh, the girl. And before it goes too far, the girl's face comically pops out, which is a whole nother trope. Basically, mm-hmm. face is getting large. And she says, are you just going to do you pervs just going to stand and watch? You're going to get me down from here. And then it just cuts immediately and they don't even fight the thing. They just they've just defeated it <laughs> and gotten on, gotten on with it. With what's happening. But <laughs> they're on the steps. Do y'all have any comments for that? Or are we? Uh, just one more. Uh, the After the big head yells at them, the like uh, character turns and then quietly <laughs> yes. responds to it. Yeah. <laughs> it like gets like that, that like line face is like, yeah, well, yeah I guess we should, we should jump in and save it. We should jump in and save it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they keep going up the steps because it's a tower. And suddenly they're hemmed in 
there's minotaurs and slimes and a bunch of different villains, right? Coming up from the bottom? Nope, you're way ahead, man. Where am I? Oh, no, no, no. Roper Roper ends. That scene ends. And then immediately there's the quacks, a big dragon creature. The quacks. The quacks. (laughs) And she's like, you'll you'll never get past me to get to, to the Lord God Draga. And then she just shoots a fireball immediately. Jill dodges Jill... it. <laughs> and poor Callie. Yeah. Yep. Callie is standing Torched. right behind him. He's like, no! Nah! He, he gets incinerated immediately. He's done nothing this whole show. I was like, LOL, Callie dying out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. And as he's dying but, again in the English dub, he's like, this sucks. And he just dies. Yeah. It falls over. Bing. And then the, it's the, played. Yeah, the it's tech. definitely played for comedy. Oh, like yeah, even so the style of it is is the comedic <laughs> style of anime. Like getting crisped out of nowhere and then just like tilting yep. over. Yep. Oh, it's classic. Yeah. So classic, Kelly classic. dies. Now there's only three left in our in our hero group. And uh, Jill is angry. He goes to fight the Quacks. He does not succeed. But someone comes around to save him. Who comes around to save him? The Black Knight, Scarlet <laughs> Rider, Black Knight. <laughs> he comes back, but <laughs> but it does it does another trope where it does that like it's like it's I don't know how to call it like a slamming of the screen where it's, yeah, like, it's like panning vertical, up, but it's like vertical pans that are really fast. It's like doom 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 doom, but it's like oh, way yeah. too many, way <laughs> way 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 too many, like six <laughs> times. For this one, I counted. And then it finally shows the Black Knight. And the Black Knight's just stepping on the Quox's tail. Like, it's really not doing anything except for, like, giving its tail a pinch. And the Quox is, like, freaking out and, like, comically, like, flailing about, like, I can't do anything. And so Jill and the Black Knight get to, get to talk. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's great. Calls him the Dark Knight again. Still have no, no correct name. It's good. So what does is, what is the Black Knight do? So he does the classic, uh, the one who, the one to defeat you will be me. Yep. Uh, basically, <laughs> someone else can't kill you, so I'm gonna <laughs> save you so that I can kill you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's he respects Jill too much. He's got to be the one that defeats him. Right. <laughs> but before he does that, he's gonna go home and get married. <laughs> After Which this is... battle, I'm gonna go to my homeland to get married. <laughs> which is always a bad sign. Yeah, the, the word, words so come it, up and say taboo words. Don't say these words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which then the quacks immediately incinerates him, and he's dead. He's dead. Right. Oh man, so funny, so good. <laughs> so, what happens to the quacks? <laughs> well, Jill defeats him. Her, whatever. I don't know what it is. By by powering up. Mm-hmm. Well, what is it? Up again. I don't remember does his he move. call it something? I don't think he does. I don't think he calls it something. He just he just rants about how like um uh about how he sorry, hang on. He rants about how he was gonna go home and get married and go to this village and like all his all his stuff. He's super distraught, basically. 
and that I don't think he calls anything, but he powers <laughs> up and stab stabs. He's sorry, I got distracted for a second. I got thrown off. Yeah, that's Keep going. right. He like his eyes light up, his sword charges up, and I also like the classic. The enemy recognizes the move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they go, oh, is that? It can't be. Or <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Oh man! So he defeats him in that way. Powers so up and good. defeats him. But someone is watching the fight. Well, Who before that, sorry, uh, sorry, just before that, he's like, "We did it, Black Knight!" And he looks up into the sky, and you can see the Black Knight's <laughs> image in the clouds. <laughs> I forget about that. Right. Black, Black Knight, age 100,065. <laughs> <laughs> Gives him a little farewell montage. I forgot about that. So, montage to the Black Knight. In a crystal scrying mirror, somebody is watching, and we hear voices talking. And they are very concerned about how the Quox has been defeated. And it flashes to behind the mirror, which is kind of like flat. It's like they're looking down into the little pool or a mirror or whatever. And it starts highlighting these different people, new villains. <laughs> new villains have arisen. The three knights, which are actually four four knights. <laughs> it's the Draga three. The Is that what the subtitles is? Yeah. Well, again, I did the dub one. I did dub, so I'll tell oh, you, you what they dubs. are. And I, yeah. Didn't, did you I say dub or dub? No, I said dub. I said I did. I did dubbed. I'm subbed. Oh, you're subbed. Yeah, I I did I'm write it down. They're like, oh no, the pox has been or the quox has been defeated, and another one's like, ah, pox on the quox. We the Draga three will <laughs> defeat this enemy, <laughs> and they they oh, introduce the themselves to themselves like. So here, here they are. Yep. Ultramarine Rider, Blue Knight, Silver Rider, Mirror Knight, Elite Rider, Hyper Knight, and as a bonus, Scarlet Rider, Red Knight. <laughs> as a bonus. <laughs> oh, this is so good. It's so good. My, f- my favorite thing about these knights is that they're killed with no battle scene. They don't get any air time. They don't get any air time at all. <laughs> they get their one little mirror and then that's it. Annihilated. That's all that happens. They, they're dead. It's a cutscene <laughs> to them being defeated and they're passing. They're passing. Which then leads us to what I got way ahead. Yes. Way ahead. Because I was thinking he did this to Callie, but I was totally wrong. He does this to Neva. And this is a great stereotype because we've mentioned it so many times in this yeah. show. Yeah. Mm. It's so good. It's so good. Well, so since you were going there last time, you should go there this time. Go for it. Okay. So they're going up the stairs. It's just the three of them now. It's Neba, Jill, and uh, what's her name? Fatina. 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 Um, basically, they're starting to get hemmed in. They can kind of go forward. There's a little bit of resistance there, but they already know that's coming. Behind them, there's an angry horde of people. Slimes. Minotaurs, all the villains we've seen, probably even the Roper. I don't know. Not the Quarks, though. So, basically, Neba is like, does the whole I'm going to sacrifice myself bit of like, 
don't worry, guys. You guys go on without me. I'll stand and hold him off. But Jill jumps in and punches him in the gut. And he knocks him out and says, I can't let you do that, Neba. I can't let you sacrifice yourself. And he leaves him on the stoop in front, waiting for this horde of people to come. And it flashes and says, Neba is left behind. <laughs> <laughs> but he does the punch. He does the gut punch. He, he punches him and knocks him out. The punch for your own good, even though he leaves him behind for the monsters to get anyway. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna. I can't let you do that. <laughs> and Neba's like, "You are not making sense." <laughs> as he as he faints, <laughs> you're not making any sense. Oh, it's so good. It's so funny. Oh man. Mm. <laughs> Jill and Neba had some of the best moments of this. They did. They had oh, yeah. really good chemistry. Oh, so good. They worked really well together, you know? Yeah. That they just like chose good, chose good actors. Yeah, like brothers should. You think yeah. they were brothers in real life? We should. I bet there's an interview of like a reunion tour. They're probably, probably fine. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What the actors look like now. Yeah, that's from BuzzFeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, so, English, the English voice of Neba is Roy Mustang, by the way. Yes. Really? Yes, it is. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah it is. I'll watch a dub next time. Oh, you should. A oh, lot of the gosh, jokes the are joke. different. They're a lot different, and like, some of them are better. Like oh, po really? Pox on the Quacks. That one's great. Yeah. Pox on the Quacks. Oh, man. So what happens after that? We're left with Jillian. Fatina. Yeah. Another trope comes up. Jill, do you really think that you can defeat Draga? <laughs> I don't know, but I have to try. <laughs> then they have a sentimental conversation about getting married. And, yep. and it shows Fatina the confesses her love. It shows her the picture of the princess and it just shatters ancient history. Yeah. <laughs> ancient history. <laughs> Jill's like, yes, after this is done, we will go get married and live happily ever after. <laughs> so there's a new romance within the, within the show <laughs> and they, they get to the top of the tower. Their journey is complete. All within like 16, 17 minutes of, of the first episode. They've made it. And Draga, Draga makes his appearance. The doors slide open. And a tiny miniature, tiny little Draga is flailing some swords around, threatening, threatening, <laughs> uh, threatening our hero. Draga's tiny, everyone. He's like barely up to their knees. <laughs> which is just utterly ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't even know if that was a trope, but it was. It's just not a trope. It's just <laughs> dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so basically, these two doors slide open, and then like the space of a closet is revealed, and there's this little tiny like demony ghost flamey thing that is about up to Jill's waist, and they have to like bend over to look at him. And they're, they start talking to it like it's normal because they're like, it's not going to hurt us. Mm -hmm. And this is not an anime trope, but this is definitely from a spoiler of a sh of another movie. Draga looks at Jill and says, 
But wait, Jill, I have to tell you something. Jill, I'm your father. <laughs> uh, which is a spoiler of another movie that is classic and well-beloved. Lord of the Rings, everybody. Indiana Go watch Oh, okay. There we go. Oh, you were closer. <laughs> Same actors and directors. Um, <laughs> which, this is a whole weird, like, it is definitely not an anime trope, but it's just, it's just like overplaying that the, the villain is not that big and bad. So, yeah, oh. After he says that, Patina kind of freaks out. She's like, "Ew, he's so gross. Don't make me call this thing dad, Jill. And he's like, but he's my father. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> he's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh it's great it's so great it's so and then great. out of nowhere Jiraga, as fatina and jill are fighting in the background he's just like by the way jill i gotta tell you after this fight i'm gonna go get remarried after <laughs> <laughs> he does and then a crucial member shows up who opens the doors the end well keeper. jill jill the gets end. yeah <laughs> The innkeeper. <laughs> he appears out of nowhere. So ridiculous. Joe, Joe gets hit really bad by his father. And yeah, yep. you hear out of, you hear on the side like, Are you wussing out, Jill? And yeah. And this time it's ten it's ten quick pans up for the innkeeper. Yep. <laughs> the the innkeeper. Which we we've never seen the innkeeper before. <laughs> And this is a well-done execution of how to introduce a random character. If you want a poor execution example, go watch all of Jorin. Oh, gosh. So, the innkeeper innkeeper, shows up in... Age 54, single. (laughs) So, it gives some montage of, like, they spent time in his inn, and it was a bond that was formed. Uh... You say montage, but it was just one. It was one title it's screen. One, that was it. it's one, it's one <laughs> I'm just scene. holding up mugs, and that's not like it. Yep. And then Jill takes final form. Well, he's fighting. Not, not he's yet. fighting Dragon in, in the sky. He starts fighting Dragon in the sky. Not yet, sir. Right. You're missing a big part. What did I miss? The innkeeper Ben. Do you know what's going? You know what happens? Uh, no, I, I have the Jill the innkeeper says. He's like, get up, Jill. The only one who can kill you is me. Oh. Is that, he says that too. And then Draga just kind of swats the innkeeper away. And then it goes to Jill. And Jill's like, oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> just one, one line. The innkeeper's dead now. <laughs> he came in, he dead. came in with the flash and he died right away. It was hilarious. <laughs> and then he transforms because of the death of the innkeeper. This important character in Joe's life. They're they're fighting in the air, and he goes into final form. And this one, the animation actually changes, and he like like his whole suit transforms and gets like springy spikes pop out of it, and like massive (laughs) thing. His his very all powerful sword that was a gift from Gilgamesh transforms into a hammer, not a sword. (laughs) (laughs) In fact. Uh, and he he attempts to fight Draga, but Draga has moves of his own. Did you did you guys hear when he yells Draga beam and yep. he shoots <laughs> he shoots a humongous laser beam, which reminds me of Piccolo so much because <laughs> Piccolo would always do his massive attack 
with his beam. That was great. Such good. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what happens? He gets he gets hit with this drag of beam. Jill does. I should say. He does. And he's falling. He's falling. And so, of course, when a character's falling, we can have a whole other scene. Uh, and that's when <laughs> the princess spirit shows up and reminds him of a hundred different people. <laughs> I I actually wrote them down in order. So oh, okay. in order, okay. the goddess Ishtar, which is who blessed him, shows him Fatina, Neba, and this is him yelling their names. Fatina, Neba, Kali. Uh, I can't remember his name, which is Utu. <laughs> he can't remember oh, yeah. Utu's we name. Can't remember. <laughs> Dark Knight, Innkeeper, Red Knight, Quox, Roper, Slime, the Villagers, the King, my friends. <laughs> All of my friends. And you'll lend, you'll lend me your strength. Yeah. <laughs> you'll lend yeah. me your strength. I love that line. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's great. It's so good. So just like in Dragon Ball Z Season 1, when he's building the energy ball and the whole world lends him his strength, all his friends lend Jill their strength to go back into the fight. <clears throat> and what I happens? meant to mute that cough. Oh, that's okay. Keep coughing. That's right. Yeah, cough all you want, Cole. Mm, okay. So he Thanks, gets guys. back into the fight with uh, with Draga. <laughs> and Draga, I can't remember what happens. Y'all can probably fill it in. He asks him something like, what's changed? And he says, I have friends. <laughs> and that's his... <laughs> That's just like empowering motivation. Yeah, he has friends and all of them are in this sword. And then when he does his slash, like all the people fall out of it and they go towards Draga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And then we get another fade in the clouds, mm. which is the innkeeper. He says, I did it. And he looks up innkeeper and it fades to the innkeeper smiling down at him from the clouds <laughs> and he gives him the thumbs up yes he does i love that <laughs> and then it finally fades to black like the episode was gonna end but it doesn't end and basically it's all been a dream it's all a dream he was knocked out from way back when those first Minotaurs attacked when he stood his ground with a shield. And this whole thing has been a dream in his head of what he hoped was going to happen for his journey <laughs> in the Tower of Draga. <sighs> he was knocked out until minute 21 and 40 seconds. I jotted it down. So this episode was 21 minutes and 40 seconds of gold. And then at the very end, it reveals... He's been knocked out the entire time. Utu is carrying him on his back. He says, where am I? And it blasts a hole out the side of where they are, and it zooms out, and it says, you're in the Tower of Draga. And then it cuts. And that's the episode. Crazy. 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 <laughs> what an episode. Seriously. This is probably the longest I've ever taken to finish an episode just with the amount the amount of things and i didn't even write down half the stuff that like it's just every every line every face every expression like they absolutely killed this episode i and 
it actually makes it even more frustrating that the show wasn't really that good after having such a great first episode. Like the show wasn't bad, but like I, after rewatching, I was just like, it's just okay. Like, but the first episode's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. The show itself is okay. There's some fun stuff in it, but the amount of humor that's packed into this one episode is just like amazing. Unreal. Is unreal. You know, one thing I missed tonight was we didn't. I I like having the sound of a, a baby crying in the background the whole time. <laughs> oh, you missed that. I can arrange for that to happen. I can have my daughter in, in my in my lap. She, Ooh, you you really hear it. <laughs> I'd like to see her. Yeah. Well, I I'm so glad we finally did this. Oh my goodness, this episode was phenomenal. Y'all have any final, final thoughts for it? Final forms. <laughs> I think I hit all my notes. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I that missed was all any. my I notes. Mean, I mean, we just went through the episode completely, yeah. almost line for line. <laughs> we did. We we, we did. really did. Yeah, I got all my stuff. There were multiple times where somebody had something that someone else didn't. So we probably literally covered every line of the episode. That was was funny. Oh, I love it. I'm not going to label this like anything about Draga. I'm just going to put anime tropes. Because I want people (laughs) to like be surprised by how it comes about. Because, oh, Oh. it's so good. Maybe they'll be disappointed if I do that. You think they'd be disappointed? If it'd be like a switch bait and switch, because we, I mean, we do, we, we're, we're highlighting all the anime tropes. We're, yeah, it's a fair, it's a fair description, right? We're not like you have a, you have a lot more consideration for the audience than I think I do. <laughs> than you do. Than you do. <laughs> well, I'll see what I do. This will be coming out after, after the third episode of Jordan, so it'll come out soon. Oh, we can talk about Jordan oh. now. You want to do that? Oh, oh, I think we're. We got to leave. Oh, yeah. Um, Sounds great. <laughs> gosh, no. Okay. Well, everyone, it's been a fun 46 minutes and something seconds. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope to oh. do some more fun fun episodes. Oh, go ahead. Jess, sorry. Uh, for those who want to watch it, where can they find this ep- this show or that episode? How did you guys watch it? Uh, Crunchyroll, I'm pretty sure. I thought Crunchyroll. Okay. For sure, watch it. You're making me yeah. doubt myself, though. There's also a handy website called justwatch.com. And if you type in any show or movie, it'll tell you where it's available, free or paid. Oh, Christopher wow. R. told me about that. It really is a super helpful website. If you're ever like, like I want to watch this movie that came out, but you're like, I don't know what streaming platform it's on. Just go to justwatch.com. We haven't mentioned yeah. Christopher so, R. in a yeah. while. And uh, mm. for good reason. Good gosh. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rest in pieces. Um, well, everyone, it's been a fun time. Thank you all for listening. You're the one that puts bread on the table, like we always say. And we will have you join us again next time. Almost fumbled through that. That was a that was a caught fumble right there <laughs> on Three Dads talking about anime. What do you get when you add two plus one? 
You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when three guys love anime? You get three dads talking about anime. What, what do you get when those three guys, guys love guys having start having, and having kids, dads, and so become fathers and each have kids? Went on the separate ways. What happens? So. You get three dads talking about anime. Three dads, three dads talking about anime.